Hello everyone and welcome to the final episode of the Capsita Presents Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I do need to state this disclaimer. Uh, this was the first episode that I attempted to record myself and uh, wouldn't you know, when I exported my vocals, they did not come out the way they originally sounded during soundcheck and are deemed useless. Uh, thankfully, Hex and Mary recorded their vocals correctly, so this episode was not wasted. This interview was held on December 3rd. Thanks again for listening. Uh, well, we made it to the final episode of the year, 2020. Now on to 2021. I hope you all are staying safe inside and, you know, all that good junk. I don't need to tell you to wash your hands. Social distance, wear a mask, stay inside, support your local business. And, you know, especially during this time, the winter times, the Christmas times, you know, that a lot of businesses rely on this time of year to really boost their sales. Uh, I want to take this time to personally thank a few people who made this podcast possible. A special thanks to all my guests and especially to Sage Rakowski. Uh, who has allowed me to record a majority of these episodes in his studio. Uh, seriously, dude, thank you. Uh, the one thing you taught me this year is to, to utilize time, period. I, I know a lot of us are struggling as far as financial concerns go, but you were the one that taught me to utilize time while we have it because time is, is so precious. You can always make more money. You can't make more time. I also want to give a special thanks to Nate Lewis of the podcast Raised on Rhythm. If you have not peeped that yet, I recommend you do because it's it's a way better podcast than I could ever even host or want to host myself. It's just super coincidental that him and I both decided to start a podcast around the same time about virtually the same thing that is raised on rhythm on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. Before I introduce my guest today, I do want to state that for the record, the majority of these next interviews will be done remotely and I will be back to interviewing Olympians once COVID numbers decline again. Uh, last thing I want to do is invite somebody to the studio and not only get us sick, but others around us sick. So for the time being, I'll be doing a lot more remote interviews. On today's episode, we have special guests, Mary and Hex from the band Biblioteca. They're also the hosts of Grounded, the live stream series by Big Building that's based in Seattle. Hey, what's up, Hex? What's up, Mary? Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, it's so good to see y'all again. I know. Yes, you too. I'm glad uh, yeah, you're able to uh, you know talk to us today. Likewise, I'm just so happy that I get to see like faces on my computer screen again and, you know, just catch up with some people, you know, it's, it's been a minute. Do you remember the last time we saw each other? I think it was like earlier. It was definitely before the pandemic. Yeah. February. Yeah. It was February 28th because Linda from work played at the pig bar with Hooligan and GMO and it was a great show and little did we know that, you know, less than three weeks after that moment, life would just be hell. I know. I, I do remember like talking with people too. Like that was like bef- you know before the time where we were all like half jokingly talking about it, and you know, but yeah. weren't really like sure that it was actually gonna just like shut down everything. I, it was definitely a conversation piece, but it wasn't like I was like I'm actually concerned. It was more like mm-hmm. oh, this coronavirus thing is you know it's in the news. That's about the extent that I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, did y'all take it as seriously back, I, back then? I mean, we we were at the last like huge show in Seattle. It was a uh, the Strokes. Yep. It was like March oh. 9th. The next day, uh, our the governor announces like we're putting a ban on large events. You cannot be around people like more than fifty in a room. And we're the like very next day. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We're like we were just. In a huge concert with like thousands of people sharing right. food, uh, 
You know, like drinking out of each other's drinks, you yeah. know. Breathing all time. over each other, sweating and dancing. And yeah, Mary just got back from New York, like on a flight, and like, <laughs> I just got back from Portland, and it was just like, lot, things we shouldn't have done, but we didn't know. Well, it's because COVID at that point, it seemed more like an idea rather than a reality that was going to come close to home, so... Yeah. I mean, it's no different than like, you know, back in the day we had bird flu or SARS and that's, that's what I pictured of it. You know, I didn't take it seriously at all. Yeah. Well, we all got so, a dose of reality. <laughs> amen. Uh, so what's been up? Uh, how have y'all been keeping busy during the quarantine? Oh, lo- been doing lots. Yeah. Lots, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad Lots to, to talk about. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we started gardening. That was fun. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what a lot of people were doing in the summertime. Uh, yeah. what, what are your favorite things to garden? Um, we grew some tomatoes, actually, and got Sweet. to eat them. And uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I've never done that. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then obviously during the time, we kind of stopped doing music because it's like, mm-hmm. man, it was so stressful. Like, music, like I just like kind of, you know, put my guitar down for like a good month. Didn't even oh, wow. pick it up. And... <sighs> Uh, yeah, it was weird. I felt like everyone just shut down. We all started doing those, like, Zoom game nights, and, uh, that got old fast. The Zoom happy hours. Oh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's, like, where you're, like, drinking, you know, like, either, like, while working, doing those happy hours, or with friends, but the moment you shut down your camera, you end the call, you just realize you're just drunk alone. (laughs) (laughs) The sad reality, oh, my God. Yeah. Every single time I did it, that's like how all of those ended. And I'm like, oh, yes, now I'm drunk by myself. (laughs) Oh, God, it's so sad. But I know it's everybody is the thing is like you want to be sad for yourself, but you're just like, oh, this is how everybody else is feeling. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, at least while you're around people, I can like kind of sober up. And while I'm sobering up, I'm talking to folks. But like this is like you're like peak fun and then it's like shut down and then like, someone Whoa. hangs up oh my god it's so abrupt you don't even <laughs> yeah. need to walk home or catch a, an uber you know yeah yeah so that got old fast so uh yeah as you know like we started uh, i think around like a few weeks into um, you know the quarantine we started doing that big building live stream you know i was i was just about to ask that's how i wanted to start this out uh how does it feel that knowing that you two have seen more live music this year than anybody else in the world. Wow. I mean, it, wow. It, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, I love, I love live music, Andy. Like I've been Same. watching, like Same here. <laughs> I've been a part of the music scenes for many scenes and watch many shows, you know, for many years. And I don't miss many it. Many years. So many. Years. I do miss it. I miss it. And I miss it so much. And it was so, I just really wanted to make sure that bands still had uh, an opportunity to still be a band, still play music. Yeah. So it it felt great. I just, I think my biggest thing that I was happy, uh, I'm happy about seeing so many artists was like the fact that I'm able, we're able to like even have that platform for them. So I'm happy that they, uh, all artists, you know, at the end are like, I just, this just feels so great. I just miss playing a show, even though it's not a, you know, like one of those real shows, like 
in person, but it still feels <laughs> real shows. Yeah, it still feels the same, right? right? It, it's still kind <laughs> of exactly. Yeah, I mean, especially during the first few, um, kind of being there and seeing someone perform after so many, you know, weeks of just abrupt cutoff, it kind of like hits you like we're so lucky to be able to get this team together and uh, that we're able to get together and really prioritize safety and we're able to do this in a safe way. Um, So that's kind of my feeling of it, just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like we're really blessed that we're able to do this and pull it off. And for those that are uh, listening, um, Hex and Mary are the the hosts of, of Grounded by Big Building. Could you, in your own words, describe what Grounded is for the listeners? Sure. You want to take it, Mary? Yeah. Grounded is a a live stream show brought to you by Big Building. Uh, Every week on Thursday, we feature artists who come in and, you know, play their set. And uh, it's completely run by volunteers and all proceeds go directly to the artists. Uh, We just stick their Venmo or PayPal account on the screen. And yeah, when we have a time, we have our show. Awesome. And uh, how did you two wind up as the uh, hosts of it? It's awesome because I get to see your your big faces on my big screen TV almost every Thursday. Yeah, we have a huge faces, me yeah. in particular. <laughs> I've got a really big face. <laughs> yeah. Well, how we got our beautiful big faces on the screen was we were actually going to join uh, Big Building to uh, help them throw the the bash this year. Yes. Uh, the Big Building bash that they they host. Oh. Every summer. A festival. It's a festival at the Inscape Arts Building, which if the any of your listeners have watched the show, that's where season two was filmed, at the Inscape Arts Building. Uh, oh, word. Yeah. And so it's going to, you know, it's usually a, like a one day event and 30 bands, uh, or it's a one or two day event, uh, where uh, 30 to 60 acts would perform and uh, in Seattle. And it's all like, local bands from the seattle area uh multiple stages yeah like basically a huge party a but good time but we all know what happened we know what happened yeah. so we sure. yeah we went to quarantine we still were planning to do the the fest you know the festival in the summer because nobody knew what the heck we were you know expecting yeah we, were, we didn't know how long this was gonna last everyone was you know i remember some of the first guesses back in march uh, talking to friends and they're like oh i bet you we'll be back by september or july and i'm like mm-hmm. "Ooh, i'm pessimistic i think we're in this till november you guys and uh here we are but yeah so yeah, that was optimistic in, in <laughs> retrospect <laughs> yeah and so the way we ended up being on uh host was during the quarantine since we didn't know we were gonna have a festival it said like we decided to do a live stream where it was just going to be like three to five episodes and uh we teamed up with andrew at mysterious red x andrew ginn shout he, out he also plays in bodies on the beach so shout out both of them uh oh, band them. andrew ginn and shout out to the studio because mysterious red x is an awesome studio we just recorded a a few songs a, a new ep there uh, last week great space in seattle I loved it there. Uh, but, yeah, so I got asked to do, be a host because they needed one ASAP. Uh, and I kind of threw the idea. I was like, let's do, like, shows like kind of like MTV style, right? 
So don't right. don't throw ideas out in the room because when you throw an idea out, they're gonna be like, "Great, we love it. Do you want to do it?" And so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I was just like, "Well, okay. If I do it, then Mary has to be my co-host because I'm not doing this alone." We yeah, need, I like, got roped into it. Yeah, and we, I'm and, just kidding. It's fine. and we kind of like talked about like. <laughs> Like, that Sonny and Cher kind of style is like, this would be perfect. We'll just kind of, like, talk to each other, bicker or whatever, and, like, make it kind of fun. So, sort of like, uh, you know, back in the 70s, like you said, like the Sonny and Cher show. That's perfect. That's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, trying to be goofy, silly, just have, like, talk to each other in, in a silly way. I like when people, like, you know, when we do interviews where, like, people, like, uh, will joke with me, like jokingly insult me and it's great i was like keep doing that because it's fun it's like i'm you know i'm trying to i'm i have a character you know hex, two what? x's right make fun of that please i say yeah, it every no, time let's be sarcastic with each other and all that yeah exactly <laughs> yes uh did uh, so uh i know uh we had mentioned before that the last time we saw each other was february 28th at the pig bar did y'all get many shows in in the year 2020, like, before everything shut down? Dude, Andy, we had yeah, a... We, yeah, we had a few. We had a few. But one of them was our album release on right. February 20... 20th. 20th. So here's something really sad about that is, like, it was probably about June. I, I like, was going to queue up one of your guys' songs on my, on my Spotify, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait... Biblioteca came up with an album this year. I, I you know, like the pandemic must have just like wiped my brain around yep. that time because, like, I think I do remember seeing that y'all released your album, but I, yeah, I, it wasn't even until June that I was like, oh, I need to listen to this. <laughs> hey, dude, like every band we've had on the show released a record during the pandemic. It's like everybody did, or either right before or during. Everyone's experience is like it doesn't matter if it was like before because it like. You can't tour with it. You I mean, know, all like, of your plans. You <laughs> well, not on top of that, Andy. It's like usually when you record, you know, make a record, you've planned out the next six months, right? So all of that planning right. you did for the next six months is just thrown away. It's I feel you feel like you just wasted like weeks and weeks of planning. That was frustrating. For sure. Uh, where was the EP release party at? Belltown Yacht Club. Yes, one of our favorite venues. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, have there been any new releases this year that have really like stuck out to you? Yes. From artists? Oh, other? It, from other artists? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from other artists. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really loved uh, Shayna Shepard's song, The Virus. Uh, she played it in one of the earliest episodes of Grounded when it was, you know, yeah. still in the process of, you know, becoming its full song potential. Well, actually, uh, yeah. it'll be on the next week's episode. Oh, yeah. We're doing a season one recap. So if people, if listeners, oh, oh but I guess listeners by no, now will. No, that, that would have already happened by now. Yeah. So uh, be sure to, to go to, yeah, actually, where can people watch these videos? Because this is actually our New Year's Eve episode. So happy New Year, y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, bring it in. I mean, there's multiple ways. Uh, best way, go to Twitch. So uh, if you go on Twitch, we have our all of our yeah. YouTubes. We have the you can actually stream live on Twitch, but then you can actually go to the YouTube page on there. But it's YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, and it's Big Building B I G B L D G. 
So it's building without any vowels. Very few letters. Okay. Big building. The building has no vowels. So be sure to check out all the videos because there are a lot of great live streams that they've done that uh, Mary and Hex have hosted up there. And uh, I got to ask, uh, who does the who curates the lineups for those shows? Because they are all fire. That would be me. Uh, oh, wait, you do? Yeah. Yes. I actually did not know this. Okay, sweet. Yes, I mean, I, I have help. I mean, by I, the way this question was yeah. worded. <laughs> I do, uh, I have a focus on, uh, with the organization as well, Big Building, which is a non-profit organization. We have not mentioned that, I don't think. Uh, I also, yeah, I also help with the programming and booking. Um, and so, uh, start, yeah, I think, start, yeah, I really wanted to take it, you know, take it on because not only... Eh, do I have a lot of connections with a lot of the artists in the music scene? But I really wanted to focus on a lot of like artists that were like, un you know un underserved communities. So, mm -hmm. you know, supporting like black voices, uh, like um, brown voices, women. You know, all LGBT. I just, exactly. Yeah, actually diversifying the bills for sure. Yeah, because it's yeah. like I mean, and though I mean though yeah, you're like. I also wanted to, like, make sure we have, like, different genres, so it's not, mm -hmm. like... I've seen a lot of shows or a lot of things where it ends up being just kind of the same, the right? The same bills. Same... Either it's going to be the same genre, or there's not a lot of diversity, and so I kind of wanted to be, like, more of just a mix of things. For sure. Different communities, because what we're supporting is music in Seattle and trying to keep music in Seattle, like, alive and going. Definitely. Uh, were there any uh, particular performances that stood out to y'all? Oh, yeah. You want to go first? Yeah. I, yeah. What are your favorites? I really loved Marina Albero. Uh, she was on the episode with Naked Giants in the Grizzled Mighty. And she is this multi-instrumentalist, like... Award-winning. Award-winning jazz player. And... It was just the most insane musicianship. And she and she brought her daughter. Yep, her daughter came and sang. And sang, Hi. yeah, while she performed. It was so cool. Uh, it was so wonderful, yeah. and I had a great time. And I, it made me realize, you know, there are s some whole areas of music that I haven't really, you know, been exposed to yet that I really love. And yeah, that was just an yeah. awesome performance overall. The Shayna Shepard one was really good. Oh my gosh, yes. It was in our season one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just her solo playing piano and singing. It was so awesome. Tight. Yeah, I also liked uh, the Breaks and Swells episode. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, that was so the one with uh, Mirrorgloss, right? No. It was it, with uh, Chris King and the Gutter Boss, was it? Oh, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah Breaks and Swells is dope. Um, the one that stood out to me was uh, Cool Nuts. So now that I know that yes. you're the one that, that curated it, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy this story because uh, I was 19 years old. I was living here in Olympia, obviously. I've never lived anywhere else. But 19-year-old um, me, I went to go see Cool Nuts at this spot called uh, The Mint. But I wasn't 21 yet, so I was just standing outside like looking in the window just being like, oh, I can sort of <laughs> see the stage. You know, oh. One of my buddies who was 21 got me in there, long story short. He was basically like, Hey, you know, we went up to the door guy and was like, 
hey, he didn't get a stamp, but he just performed. And so the guy was like, oh, okay, just put your wrist out. So I was the only, like, I was 19 years old. I saw Cool Nuts Live. I thought, I thought that was the coolest shit in the world. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is so fun. Yeah, and he was a dope so, rapper. It was cool to watch him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just to see Cool Nuts again, like, I, I appreciate you for, for giving him the stage time that he deserves. Because he's, he's been grinding for so long. Yeah, with Cool Nuts. So that episode was awesome, too, because... Uh, we started partnering with uh, Converge Media, mm-hmm. uh, so they directly connected me with uh, with them because I guess you know they've um, oh, you know Omar, Omari Salisbury, so I, I Converge Media it, they uh, were front and center of like the whole like uh, during the Black Lives movements in the summer especially. At the uh, right at uh, the protest, they were front front and center the entire time, and they've literally uh, like have been just kind of. I mean, that's what how they you know. I think that's how they started, but they've been since then. They've been connecting, doing interviews with many peoples in the city, with the mayor, with like uh, a lot of like leaders in the community, and they've been hiring a lot of like um, uh, BIPOC people within the music scene too and we've been partnering with them to do a lot of shows where it like features BIPOC people um and yeah I think it's a great thing that we're all kind of teaming up together awesome sweet um going back to the to the live stream portion of everything I I really want to know what goes into a live stream show versus like a live show in front of an audience what major differences would you see uh Uh, to the production side it is a lot of planning planning on the production side um i mean you need to have your videographers you need to have somebody running the obs um Cameramen. Cameramen. Well, camera, yeah. camera people. Camera people. Sorry, uh, our <laughs> well, camera people are like most, you know, mostly uh, women. Um, and then um, we have someone doing lighting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a whole. It's a yeah. whole thing. A lot we can of coordination. Stri- we can strip it down, but we're all about high quality. That's and so we don't want to remove that. So it it involves a, a village. It takes a village, really. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, dude, y'all know Nate Lewis, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So he actually drove down here uh, a few months back, and we did an episode together. And, yeah, he told me about the whole process. And one thing that uh, he had told me that really stuck out is he said something like, I will never be mad at anybody from lip syncing ever because I understand the production side of it is just hell. It's so difficult. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and we've had, like, problems before where, like... Technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, power, all the power goes out, like... Oh, yeah. Three we minutes into the episode. Oh, someone's gotta go in and, like, message everyone and, like, oh, my God, sorry, like... Yeah, then we gotta update people in the comment section, like, so sorry. Yeah, it feels like uh, uh, a total right uh, shit show. I don't know if I could say that. Sorry, we just... Yeah. Major episode be explicit for <laughs> PG-13. Oh, good job now. I have to put a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adult <Oops>. content. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, with uh, we'd like to also keep the process like feeling like a show, so we, we made it be like, you know, there's load-in times, you know, so it's like the bands kind of feel like it's like kind of the same. 
and we're all organized. Well, also that's necessary. Well, well, yeah. yeah. It's not necessary, but it's about organization, bands, you know, having a routine and doing this. So because we weren't doing that in the beginning, and bands were showing up like five minutes before, and we oh, were all yeah. like, yeah, it's necessary. Like, so. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, just like that is like, we when we started this episode, we had no experience. Like, we no nobody even knew how to run OBS. Yeah, we didn't we know anything about We all learned how streaming. to do live streaming the first day. Yeah, and it was all trial and error. Crash course. It was a crash course. But I mean, thankfully, we got together a lot of you know our friends or people we were connected with who are like true professionals in the field so we've got like some serious like photographers videographers you Mm -hmm. know lighting camera people uh and so it they made the whole process seamless it was like i was surprised at how well even episode one went but these people are still like technically savvy you know we should mention the people so we're talking about okay the people yes ben danny phil uh uh, Chris in the earlier episodes. Chris, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you said Phil. Phil, yeah. Eric. Ryan, John. Ryan, Eric, John. Uh, Colleen. We, Brittany, Nick. We got uh, Blades in Space. Blades in Space lights. PH test. There are all our marketing team. I mean everybody. Everybody, yeah. shout them out. Awesome. You guys. Yes. You shout it. out to all the people in the background. I. I, I cannot stress this enough. Like, support your favorite sound engineers or just engineers in general because they are the building blocks of making music happen. And I, you know, could, me being in the world of just mm-hmm. booking alone, like I understand the the technical aspects of, of it all, and I just appreciate every single one of you that that have been working your ass off just to to keep music going for us. And I really hope that in the year twenty twenty one, we'll be back to you know, quote unquote, normal. As the as the kids say, and yeah. um and I know that uh, Linda from work and Biblioteca both did a few live stream shows. Is there any difference really in between like performing for a live stream versus you know a, a show in front of a crowd? Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so weirdly different because uh, when you're performing live, you know, like back in the good old days, you have the crowd, you know, you could feed off their energy, interact with them, you kind of work with their response, that type of thing. And um, I don't know, it, I guess it became a habit to perform and then have that element. And so when you do a live stream type show and it's just, um, you know, the band and like some shiny camera lens pointing at you in an empty room, it's kind of ominous at first it's like a a huge thing to try and get over and be like okay now i gotta perform to this little camera lens in front of me as opposed to like a crowd of people um so i'd say that's the biggest difference also like the quiet after finishing a song and there's like no applause it's i yeah it's it's pretty funny (laughs) yeah are there a lot Pretty of people, much. like, I know I can hear, like, some clapping. Are there, are there like, any people besides, like, tech people in there, or is it pretty, like... Yes, <laughs> yeah, what, five claps? Yeah, yeah that's no, just, it's like... Just, it's just our team, and, like, uh, it's usually me and Hexer, like, the main ones, like, really trying to clap loud to compensate, but then it also sounds more empty for some reason. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> 
So that was you. <laughs> Every time I hear that, that's actually, I'm, I'm going to start clapping now for my, for my living room. Thank oh my you. gosh. Yes. I know. We you. should figure out a way to like get everybody's claps to be like, Oh, I should yeah. like make sure everybody records a clap and I'll play them on a like a tape recorder like each one like send in a tape of you clapping oh, we and you'll be also... featured on next week's episode. We should also have a laugh track for when uh... sure. yeah, yeah. Any, yeah same same yeah same bit I'm doing right now yeah right yeah 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 I love this idea but I'm also like from a from a booking standpoint or like from like my standpoint as a curator of shows, I'm just like, great. Another thing that we have to start doing now. (laughs) (laughs) I know because you like, when you have an idea, you get stuck doing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I got to ask just because this is, this is like confused me for the past like two years. Like, uh, well, I guess not really much confused me. It's just more of like built uh, curiosity from my end. Uh, what, what is the major difference between Linda from work, Biblioteca? Like, how did y'all decide, like, to form two bands? Uh, in my... I'm, I'm okay. going to go first yeah, because... the biggest difference. The biggest difference is I'm not in Linda from work, so... Yeah, you what? might... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in it. But, yeah, I guess it's, the way we started, I it's mean... It's pretty interesting. So we didn't just, you know, have us all clumped together and decide, hey, we're going to start two bands amongst ourselves. Yeah, it was an easy story. I mean, yeah. we all were, like, uh, we were needing to fill, like, a drummer and a keyboardist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they needed a bassist. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was it was Biblioteca first. So they joined us, and then they needed a bassist before yep. recording. So then... Boom. Yeah, then I stepped up to the plate. And then we just... Stu- <laughs> it wasn't even supposed to be permanent. It was just supposed to be temporary. Yeah. Uh, do y'all ever play Bills together? Because I think that would be hilarious. Like, it would be awesome, but... Uh, I came up with that idea, no, Andy. Actually... I was like, let's do a tour where, like, we all wear... You guys wear costumes, so then you take them off, and then, like... Oh, my gosh. Set- different band. <laughs> play- I love this idea. Play two sets a night. Yeah, I told them, I was like, the, I, the way I sold it to them, I was like, you guys get paid double. Oh my gosh. You're, you're not wrong, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And um, I know I talked to you a little bit, Hector. Uh, you said that you were, you had been uh, recording some new stuff, is that correct? Yeah, we just yeah. recorded uh, three songs mm-hmm. a few oh, weeks ago. Biblioteca, three new songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, when can we expect those? Ooh, well, we haven't mixed them yet, so definitely oh, next year. I'm thinking like March, maybe. I mean, I don't okay. know. We shoot a single like, at some point in the earlier bit of next year. Yeah. Sure. We'll release one when the uh, vaccines come out. How about that? We'll celebrate. Celebratory. Right. These were uh, songs recorded. We wrote them during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. So just, they're very highly influenced by somebody being stuck inside four walls for like two months. So, yeah, it's got that vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Dope. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Um, I got to know, just from from your experiences working with live streams, uh, what do you think will, like, we, we as like, people in the music industry will learn from this from just this whole experience from live streams yeah just like from from live you know like working working uh like just like abruptly switching from like you know what we see as normal 
to just like all of a sudden we can't have you know 50 people in a building what do you think we'll learn from from the experiences that we've we you know forced ourselves into yeah i think um a lot of this you know has been kind of you know this transition from the before times to the pandemic and then you know whenever things are going to change back to quote unquote normal i think the main takeaway i'm getting from all of this and how people have been adjusting is you know just learning to evolve and adapt to the world around you um because you know without coming up with live streams or finding these live streams you know what are musicians going to be doing in this quarantine state? I think Mary's trying to say that the show must go on. Yeah, that showbiz. That showbiz, baby. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And then uh, you touched a little bit on this, Hector, but um, I do want to know, like, your, your in- I want to have more of your input. Like, as a result of the protests that happened over the summer, do you think we'll see a, a big difference in lineups, like, more diverse bills in the future? Like, do you think that's opened a lot of bookers eyes to see that oh heck yeah and people have been like meeting each other like like the scene's been kind of growing like Mm -hmm. i mean even me just being able to like meet people that like do like funk and hip-hop and all this is like hopefully the scenes are just gonna like come together and we're all gonna like be able to make the scene even bigger than it was before awesome Teamwork makes the dream work. Like, it does. I love yes. I love mixed bills personally. I love seeing like a jazz show with hip hop with a punk band and the night off. It's it's a beautiful thing. Same. Uh, and I know you y'all probably get asked this like more than even I get asked this. Do y'all have any leads on when you think like live music will, will come back when it will return? What we've heard. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly getting. You know, fed info. Well, I I feel like I always get like fed info, like like through the uh, grapevine. Well, what yeah. I've heard, like uh, people, you know, people like close to the governor have been telling me. I was like, you don't know the governor. My Come friend, on. shut up. Whose shut brother up. knows the governor says, you know, it's like always something weird like that. It's but like, I mean, <laughs> people have been saying like we should be having shows by. I mean, uh, they're very, very, very confident we'll have it by next fall. And they're looking for the summertime as a, a testing. And so what I'm thinking is like once they release those uh, uh, vaccines, they're probably like allow you to go to a show, but they're probably going to have those restrictions like wear a mask, have a, you know, sh- proof of vaccines. Limited occupancy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think they'll make it work. I mean, definitely not for small shows. I think that's going to be a little difficult for like, um, all the small ones because how are you supposed to make something safe? I don't, I don't know. I disagree with you on this one. I think um, we're gonna start seeing shows. Well, yeah, it all depends when the vaccine comes out. But I think the smaller venues, the DIY venues, those are the ones we're gonna see opening back up first. And um, okay. uh, because they are, you know, smaller and you know, gonna be less highly regulated. It's not like selling a stadium full of people so i feel like we're gonna see that hopefully starting mid next year people will you know have be vaccinated enough to have these <laughs> shows i guess well mary i guess mary would know that she's been working with uh vera so 
Yeah. Oh, she's, okay. Gotcha. She's got those connects. Yeah, I actually uh, joined the board of directors this summer, and Vera's... Oh, tight. They've been rolling out so many great initiatives, you know, during this pandemic for... Uh, artist relief and there's like a DIY venue community fund that they were raising money for so that these smaller you know just DIY run venues are able to operate safely once things do start opening up so they have you know the PPE and whatever supplies they'll definitely need yeah. Yeah, I almost feel like it would be more beneficial to open up like, you know, Numos or the croc well, the crocodile's moving. Um, but you know, like it would be more beneficial to open up these bigger venues for smaller shows, if that makes sense. You know, like yeah. just so we can space. But they out. can't because uh, most of these venues to make money, you know, you know how you know, they have to gotta pay their rent. A lot of them have uh, you know, like I mean I don't know which ones, but a lot of them just stop paying insurance, you know. Uh, so they can't have a show because if someone gets hurt, they can't. Right. Yeah. So that's like, that's what sucks about having being a large venue is you have to have you have to worry about insurances, paying you know like the liquor control like fees or whatever have you like. It, it's very bureaucratic, is what I'm saying. I feel it. All right. Um, I think that ends the questions from from my end um thank you all for tuning in to the cap city presents podcast um on our show today we've had special guests hex and mary oh yeah where can uh where can listeners follow you you two you could check us literally everywhere so um of course major social media instagram facebook twitter yada yada we're also on Bandcamp, spotify um yeah, all streaming platforms. So if you and it's Biblioteca with a K. Yes. Word Biblioteca with a K. Yeah, library. Yeah. For yeah. you, not for you non. Uh, for you really. Bi- <laughs> well, for <laughs> Spanish, because I know Biblioteca is library in both. Well, it's actually library in like almost every other language yeah, except like, English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like French Just is Biblioteca. Yeah, it's Italian. I mean, whatever. But uh. Uh, it, we spell it the Russian way because Mary's Ukrainian. Yeah, my mom's from uh, Ukraine. Or half Ukrainian. Yeah. Uh, anybody you you two want to shout out before we, we end off here? Uh, shout out to everyone that's, uh, you know, made pretty much, made it happen for us. Like, big building, thank you. Thank you to all the artists I've been on. Oh, yes. Thank you to um, the whole team at Big Building. Thank you to Danny, the viewers. Ben, Phil, viewers, yeah, the viewers. Sorry, that's like the most important. Scratch what I said. You guys are still cool, <laughs> but the viewers, you guys are the most important. Uh, by viewers, he, they mean uh, listeners. So thank you. <laughs> and yes. I'm, I'm well, not that high tech yet. We'll get there. Uh, well, you listeners need to come view our shows. So. Hey. Indeed. Indeed. Turn, turn those listens into views. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, before I send you two off, uh, one thing I have been trying to get better at is, uh, you know, this whole idea of, uh, or just this whole thing of me being behind a microphone is, is semi-new to me. I mean, I, I got into promotion because I was a performer that wanted to get on shows, but, but um, you know, over time I felt like I was more useful as a, a booking agent and, a, you know, a booker for venues. So um, I want to ask, do you have any questions for me? Oh my God. How is it, like, as, as a person been booking... Uh, it is, so jealous. man, 
the saddest thing for me is like messaging a band that you really like and you hear that they're not together anymore because how does that COVID, make you yeah. how does that make you feel like does that like do you start like taking the 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 task or the job like a little too much where it's like actually affecting you like I'm like scared to message people because like I don't want to hear bad news right or it's like it's like how I start a message like hello hope all is well you know but it's like the year 2020 it's like I know nothing is well but maybe it is I don't know uh, I try not to take it to heart too much when I, I hear that some of my favorite bands have broken up because obviously this, the circumstances have led to people needing to move or just, you know, put their li- entire lives on hold. Like I've worked with booking agents that do this full time and my, my my goal in the year of 2020 was to make this a full time gig for me. So it was really disheartening to, to just say, OK, I'm going to put my dreams off to the side and mm-hmm. just hope that I can actually do this in the year, of, you know, 2021 maybe sometime in november december i guess dang yeah yeah i guess i just try not to let it get me down because uh yeah i'm like glued to my phone so the one thing i i like to do is to just make those connections like i'm just constantly like twiddling my thumbs like all right how can i make how can i utilize this time uh what's the longest like thread you've had with booking a band because okay. they you it, it's never one they get email crazy, yeah. it's never one email come on you know it's always like <laughs> i know it too and it's the, the funniest part is that it all led to a door deal and that's like when you when you said that like it was about i think it was about 60 or 70 and then it finally was like okay so we're agreeing to a 50 percent of the door deal right <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh jeez. You make me miss this now. Like, I mean, like at the time, of course, I can like, I can bitch and moan all I want. Just like, God, this band can't, you know, just like, why won't their agent just, you know, agree to something? And, you know, as an agent, the only reason I became an agent is because I, I, will, I firmly believe in, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's funny when I hear like, oh, these agents need to realize that this is Olympia. And I'm like, no, no, no. They know this is Olympia. They're just trying to get more money out of me and I don't want to give it. Dang. Well, if you miss it, let's, uh, let's talk. Dude, let's do it, please. Let's talk. I've been talking about branching out of Olympia just because like we've got the same, you know, five or six venues. Our house show scene is dope, but the, mm-hmm. obviously our population is not there. And yeah. I definitely want to expand to, you know, Seattle. Portland, yeah. Why not? Portland. Yeah. I, I mean, we can work together and I, I can introduce you to like everyone. Then, you'll at least like have that connection with a lot of artists. And I try to, I I have a whole thing where I really want to start where we, you know, follow up with the artists and see what else they're going to be releasing. So we can like promote that later on. Like, you know, don't end, don't end the conversation, you know, at the performance, the day of the performance, continue that relationship. Yeah. And like, yeah, I feel like we, we could, you can make like, booking even like you can take it further than what it is for sure yeah that one connection will lead to another connection which will lead to another connection which is how i've met so many cool people i mean even even meeting y'all i don't exactly remember how we all came into connect into contact with each other but yeah i'm glad it worked out dude exactly yeah. same this is just a fixture yeah. now we you've don't know made, how this started you've made our olympia ex- <laughs> here you've definitely made our ex- olympia experiences like really rad oh hell yeah yeah 
I almost gave up on Olympia, and you kept and you kept it alive. So, oh, good you. job. Uh, when the when the numbers go down and the bars reopen, can we all get a beer? Like, can we meet in like Tacoma or something halfway? And- yeah, didn't yes. you get us a show at the uh, at the tea shop? Is that how we met at the Bob's Java Jive? Wait, no, you're thinking of Brandon Cassette. Oh, um, I don't know who it was. I somebody got us that gig, and that gig was the most hilarious gig we've ever done. Mm-hmm. It was can it. You elaborate on that. Shout shout out Brandon Cassette, by the way. But um, can you elaborate? It was hilarious because, like, we had no idea what to expect. We're like, it's a tea shop place. We show up. We show up early. Mm-hmm. Owner decides to. He's like, I'll give you a tour. Gives us the tour. He's like an older gentleman. Hilarious. Very tall. Very tall and very old. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> then a drunk woman shows up. She's like, he's like, I don't know her name. We'll, we'll say Janet. We're like, hey, Janet, we're not open yet. And she's like, obviously drives for Uber because there's a big Uber symbol on her car and just drives it into the bar shit-faced hey it's 4 p.m andy 4 p.m what the hell was she working all day drinking on the job and decides to go to the bar after she's done with her shift like i i I am mind blown so many characters yeah we play the show there's four acts uh i only remember there was someone played saxophone it was kind of like a noise set you know what i'm talking about where yeah, I don't remember the name. And then there was another act. It was uh, Richie. Richie Dagger. Awesome. Ugh, like, amazing. That was dope. We played on the stage. There was a bro, like a broy table. They loved us, but there wasn't that many people there. It was just fine. For sure. Because uh, sure. the experience itself was just like worth it. It was like weird. <laughs> it was just, like kept getting weirder and weirder. Like we're like, oh, of course there's a, a. a saxophone j- like noise jazz set before we go on of course right like gotta, gotta you know gotta clear clear out the uh you know the crowd before we go on uh and yeah i definitely wanted to go back there so we should meet there grab a drink there yeah okay once the numbers go down we'll we'll meet at bob's java jive and we'll have some tea and some coffee and reminisce about the good old days yes yes that'd be dope <laughs> sweet all right, thank you all for tuning in to the Cap City Presents podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Cap City Presents. And I will see you all next week. Happy hey. New Year. Happy New Year. Stay Woo. safe. Hopefully next year doesn't suck as much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, knock on wood. Hey, uh, same.